Love Talk Radio. Women have the power to transform this world. We can end crime and violence if we all agree to do one thing. Share. Let's share our wisdom, share our time, share our talents, share our finances, but most of all, let's share our love. This is The Female Solution. Join me, Naima Latif, every morning, 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. Central Standard Time, as we bring you stimulating discussions about the issues affecting our lives. If you're listening online at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash the-female-solution, press the blue button that says follow and get our daily topics every morning directly to your email and your smartphone. Hi, I'm Naima Latif, executive producer of the Female Solution Radio Show. We invite you to call in 515-605-9325 and participate in this daily think tank as we examine the challenges we face and develop solutions that restore peace and harmony. We are global transformers, changing the world from the way it is to the way it should be. We are one. Wherever we live on this earth, we are one human family. On behalf of our team of radio hosts, I'd like to extend a greeting to all the members of our family, whenever and wherever you may be listening around the world. To our family in China, Ni Hao. In India, Namaste. In Japan, Konnichiwa. In Korea, Annyeonghaseyo. In Russia, Zdrastutsye. In Germany, Guten Tag. In Poland, Dzień Dobry. In France, Bonjour. In Spain, Hola. In Italy, Ciao. In Egypt, Athen Wasalan. In Ghana, Akwaba. In Nigeria, Peleo. In South Africa, Saobona. In Senegal, Nangadeth. In Kenya, Jambo. In Israel, Shalom. In Pakistan, Afghanistan, and Saudi Arabia, Assalamu alaikum. Greetings, and may peace be upon you all. to be 120 years old and remain active, healthy, alert, and vibrant. Our bodies are made up of cells that are constantly rejuvenating. So if we take proper care of ourselves, we can literally defy aging. Join us every Tuesday from 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. Central Standard Time to learn about self-cell care from Susan Essentials on the Female Solution Blog Talk Radio Show. Learn how to help your body and yourself feel rejuvenated each day through proper nutrition, sleep, frequency medicine, and many unconventional methods of self-care. I'm Jody Susan. Join me and my amazing guests by calling in at 515-605-9325 and press 1 to speak. We'll help you achieve a breakthrough in your health today. Well, Grand Rising, everybody, and welcome to uh, the Tucson Essentials Self 
self-care uh, podcast hosted by The Female Solution. Um, we are so grateful to have you here. And today I have uh, a really, you know, enlightened uh, friend of mine on the show. Her name is Kit Busby. Uh, um, her company name is River of Consciousness. And uh, she's a young in age uh, uh woman, right, who is wise beyond her years. So I think she's like 21, and she's going on 105. So, um, you know, it's becoming actually a little bit more prevalent that I'm meeting these very, very young people who I feel are very old souls, who have a lot to teach us. you know, teach the community about, you know, how we can look at uh, our lives, how we can perhaps perhaps look at them differently to have more peace, joy, and happiness, and most importantly, harmony, right? And um, because nothing in life is ever perfect, and so the question is, how can we harmonize, not fix, but harmonize a situation and, uh, that we're in? And so um, without further ado, let me uh, bring online, and then we get this here. There we go. Good morning. Hi, thank you for having me. Yeah, thank you for being here. Yeah. Um, so, so, you know, you are an intuitive, right? And you have the ability, uh, not really with training though, right? Like me? Yeah. And I also wanted to correct you, uh, 22, just to 22. Oh, forgive me. And that's, a, that's an angel number. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So happy birthday. That's right. My, my Gemini girlfriend. So, um, and thank you for the correction. Yeah. Yes. So, um, I'm still sending out invitations, so I'm looking over this way for anybody uh, on the show watching. Um, we're, we're inviting people to the show. Please invite them, um, you know, yourself as well. Uh, ah, and good morning, Teddy. Uh, I love you. Uh, thank you for being here, Teddy. We're so grateful. Um, you know, uh, Teddy is uh, such a bright um, – she's a, a warrior woman who uh, – who I met decades ago, actually. <laughs> so it's nice to stay connected with family. Um, so anyway, when did you first, before we get into the topic, um, when did we, when did you first, sorry, I'm having technology issues. Hold on. The technology is not the issue. It's the technology user. Uh, <laughs> It's so bad. I'm so glad that the way you have this set up is so user-friendly. Hey, I can't even take responsibility. That's StreamYard. We love StreamYard, right? So, um, yeah, they, they, so if you're watching the show, you can watch on YouTube, LinkedIn, and uh, Facebook. You can also call in to Blog Talk uh, at 515-605-9325. And then, of course, I also have Podbean. And if you want to get on my distribution list, um, just uh, text me at 847-738-0242 and say, hey, this is, state your name, and uh, 
please put me on your distribution list so I can get a notification in the morning or evening, depending on how that my day works. You can also subscribe to YouTube, right? And if you subscribe to YouTube, you will get a notification when this show goes live. So, um, Cool Beans, everybody answer yes. we got three people watching just on YouTube. Yay! Um, so, like me, right, no training, right, as far as intuitive training. Like, it's not really formal. I mean, we've had coaching, but. It's weird. Like, I, even being introduced to this, like, whole aspect of life, like, um, there is, like, the formal aspect of it, but I feel like that goes down to the individual where, like, there's people who need, like, that routine and, like, like, give me a book to study. Mm -hmm. And then there's people who are just, more in, I guess. Yeah, well, I would say, not even in tune, just aware, because you can be in tune and gravitate towards that way of learning, but if you're more aware, you'll realize that that learning is within, like, every aspect of your life if you take the lessons as they are. Totally agree. You know, Kit, I'm so glad we're mentioning this because um, it just occurred to me like, I had to go to grad school, right? There, I have a young man, two young men, brother, two brothers that do some work for me um, in the garden, right? They, they started their own landscaping business. And mm-hmm. he was considering going to college. And he was like, I really think that I need it. I'm like, don't think you need it either. You've got a business. You're making good money. Um, so when I was young, I was, uh, I was ill. So I didn't really retain what I learned in grade school, high school, right? Yeah. By the time I got to college and I'm starting to reclaim my health and then I went to grad school, I needed those two schoolings because I was in present for the rest, for the earlier education. So, you know, um, it's kind of like that. Like, there's a lot of people that don't need business training. They learn from their parents. Experience, life, everything. Like, and, and when it comes to, like, that kind of, like, literal knowledge, we technically have access to, like, a lot of knowledge just by, like, like you know, the term river of consciousness, by the energy that connects us all. But you can also, that's, like, what's so cool about books and learning and everything, like, you can learn and expand your brain as much as you want to without needing a degree. You just go to the library, read what you want to. Talk or the to internet. Find great sources. Exactly. Yeah. The internet is amazing. Like, you can educate yourself on whatever you would like to in a literal sense and also a spiritual sense. And it can be, like, literally picking up a book or walking outside. Like, but we have access to it all if you just take the time to access it. But that's, like, a personal choice. Like, people have to want that for themselves. You can't, like, I know for me, like, when I was a kid, people were trying to shove books in my face, I wasn't going to have it. But, like, I'd go to the library and check out 10 books on my own about different things that interested me. You know? It's a, it's, you got so to you, you weren't a fan of people putting their expectations about what you were supposed to learn on you. Yeah. I'm okay. doing my way. My way or the highway. Right? <laughs> and, and that's good because you know, you know your own self. So yeah. tell me you know, uh, the river of consciousness, you expand, what does that mean? So for me, when I started getting into like, really being like, okay, so I have this intuitive side, whatever that means, what does that look like? 
when it really started coming through, um, there's a lot of things that we can't quantify in our brain. We can't quantify or put a proper image to infinity, right? And thinking about the concept of how, in an energetic sense, we're all one in existence, including like the air next to us, like we're all touching, we're all the same material, energetic material at the end of the day. And the way that it came through to me in an image that my brain could comprehend a little bit better was a river. And when you take that river and you apply it, that kind of ideology to a lot of things and life lessons, it flows really well. So like the term of like letting go, letting what flows, what's meant to flow with you, flow with you. But if you're clinging onto the riverbed because you're scared to flow with the river, then you're not going to get the things that are going to flow right past you. Or you, you can be flowing and then I'll be caught on a branch, you know, and you have to wait for either a storm to come and like wash you away and blow your life up, right? Mm-hmm. So you can get flowing with the river again. Or you got to work your way out of that stick on your own. You know, like it, it, the, the term, the river of consciousness, I feel like helps, like I said, put it into a more understandable image to tap into like I would imagine I wouldn't even imagine like the image came so so clearly of like when I was like tapping in like I would be at the side of the bank of a river and like cupping my hands in the river and then like all the information would like flow or like I could touch the river and like all the information would flow now the the image doesn't come like it doesn't have to be like an image and then I get the information now it's like easier to just like it's like muscle memory yes it is like before before that's what that's the image that like was an anchor for me to just channel the information through because there's a lot because we're connected to a lot yeah yeah and i love the concept of the river of consciousness and if you do try to fight the tide if you're in a in a yeah you're just gonna get pushed back like what yeah (laughs) look so why are you pushing against the current reality like understand what the message is, go with the flow, because sometimes you're getting tugged just to get the message. Spirit works in, in a very, a very special. Yes, thank you, thank you. Um, one thing that's interesting about that too, though, is like I've also noticed though within life, there is a beauty in getting trapped in those banks, because in those banks, there's little pools with, with you know crawfish and little tadpoles and like moss and it's calm and it's beautiful and you know what you can live your life in that like that's like falling in love living in like a home and and like building a foundation and stuff like that like you can fall in love with that too like everybody's different everybody's on a different path at different times so like that also applies to like the river you know what i mean like you'll find those little beautiful pools when you're walking next to them and you're like god that's gorgeous too but then you look at the river flowing you're like but god that's gorgeous too like you can fall in love with the mundane too there's no right or wrong but i remember for a long time i was like terrified of that but then i would like look at like my friend's parents or like seeing people really happy doing like the simplest things i'm like oh yeah like that's another beautiful path too like yeah, no somehow right the simplicity of life has really caught me um, and taken me. And, um, you know, gosh, when I was your age, 
I was going out, right, and with my, my friends to concerts and bars. And it wasn't like I was ever a really big bar person. And I didn't drink and I didn't smoke. So, right, uh, honestly, thinking back, I don't really know what I was doing there. Uh, <laughs> happened to be here. Well, you know, fit, trying to fit in. Right. Oh, well, yeah. Sorry, this one little chair in my back is curling up. <laughs> well, and mine's going all over, but that's okay. You know, we're not here for our here. So, exactly. um, and so, you know, now, um, for me, the more time I have to connect with nature is yeah. what lights me up. We're, um, we, my husband and I are working the backyard. And we found this energy portal in the backyard where we're going to create this labyrinth. Uh-huh. Oh, that's beautiful. Oh, yeah. Are and you then use, getting married you, in using the labyrinth. different stones and everything, too? Uh-huh. We're bringing a bunch of healers in to help us create that labyrinth. Uh-huh. Because you, should, you should use Go golden healer stones, like golden healer stones, because it's everywhere in Georgia. You could walk down to one of the rivers and just golden healer stones. I yeah, it's also known as hematoidal quartz. Okay, you're, you're showing your, oh, look at this. I'm looking at them. Hold on, I'm going to pull it up so everybody can see what they look like. It's, it's the stone for healers as well, because um, what it does is it uh, amplifies your energy, but also um, replenishes it and heals it. Um, and it does that by also the hematite in it takes away negativity. So like in the, you have a lot of hematoidal deposits and a lot of different crystals. Hematite can be a bunch of different colors. Moss agate technically is, has hematite in it, but it's obviously a completely different color scheme. But this is basically quartz and hematite. And this, get that right here, yellow color. So this, the, 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 the golden healer quartz is more of the yellow, yellower one, because you get like a, a range between yellow, orange, and red. Uh-huh. But yellow is like the golden healer, and then like the red orange ones are technically labeled as hematoidal quartz. But now, can you find this in one of the rivers also? Oh here? yeah, it's everywhere. and the river of consciousness comes right in. Oh, <laughs> exactly. No, exactly. Full circle. Mhm. So, so talk. So you understand? Um, so wait, we've got people talking here. Uh, Naima Latif, our executive producer, says, Grand Rising, Beautiful Bright Lights. I'm looking forward to hearing unique insights from this youthful old soul. Thank, Thank you. Thank you, Naima. She is really um, very wise. Um, and she also says, I love that river analogy. Says, when we're following our true life path, things flow smoothly. So many of us are trying to swim upstream. That's why our lives are so difficult. We need to go with the flow. Oh, amen. Mm -hmm. Do you want to add to that? that she nail on the head, you know, like it's and, it, and and what I've discovered with that idea is like no matter what situation I'm in, it always applies. Like I have not found a situation where it does not apply where I can't be like, oh, excuse me, like I'm caught up in some reeds right now, you know, like it I it helps bring understanding when we're in difficult situations and, and empathy and compassion for yourself because it's like, it's the flow of life. 
you know, sometimes we get stuck, but there's ways out of it. Even if you can't get out of it yourself, wait for a storm and you'll get washed out. Don't worry. I mean, it'll be chaos, but. But, but, yeah, but, but doesn't chaos, and, you know, I'm not a big fan of chaos, but here's what I came to about chaos. Chaos um, is an opportunity to resolve triggers, um, past issues from this mm-hmm. lifetime, past lifetimes, and chaos allows us to bring harmony um, to an otherwise, look, we live in chaos, right? Exactly. I mean, here's the thing. I was always begging for peace. So I'm going to share a story. Hold on. I'm going to stop this thing. Mm-hmm. So I've always been, like, really manifesting peace. And I have a place of peace that, you know, that I offer at my home or my home office, which, by the way, I should announce, my office, uh, effective today, is now open for business. I'm in Marietta, Georgia. Um, it is probably the nicest, most beautiful, more, most serene experience that you can have um, outside of just going and sitting in a mountain yourself, okay? <laughs> uh, oh, when you said that earlier about, like, oh, it's more so to be outside. If you look at it scientifically, too, like, it's literally more oxygen. Like, you're doing good for your body by being outside, like, I think it's so weird that we live in a day of age where it's like, go spend time outside. It's good for you. We like we developed outside. Like obviously, it's good for you. <laughs> like it's it's meant for you. Like you were supposed to live out there. We're not supposed to live in here. There's a kind of wilderness, but wilderness is the natural habitat. We uh, coined that to make it the wilderness, but it's not. Like, I mean, obviously, it's wild, but like we're technically wild. <laughs> So I couldn't agree with you more. So we have this, as you know, you've been here. We have our new home, right? And there's two enclosed porches, right? And so that means that they're screened-in porches, which means you're basically, you have covering, but you're more exposed to the outside. And our home is surrounded by, like, 80 to 100-foot trees, right? I mean, they're they're huge. It's really nice. It's like... I almost want to say it's like protected or nestled. Well, so the young men that came here was were I'm I'm replying to that. So yeah. the young men that came here yesterday, I said, hey, we want to work on this. You know, work on the backyard up until we'll, where it drops, and there's like a place in the backyard that just kind of drops off, and we're going to leave the ivy. And this was to pull the ivy, and you know, like there's some smaller trees that we're pulling out, right? Well. They, I didn't tell them where to start, you know, and they immediately went to where the labyrinth is going to be because the energy is good, right? The energy is beautiful. And I didn't decide to put a labyrinth there because, oh, that's, we should do a labyrinth. I was called by nature to put it there. They're like, oh, honor the space. To honor the space, Right. And so I said to him, I said, um, his, his name is Michael. Um, it's Michael and John who are helping us. Archangel Michael. Oh. Yeah. <gasps> mm. So I said, stand here, right? And I go, do you feel? I go, now move over here, which is like a foot. 
Everybody feel different? Everybody thinks so. Goes back, comes back again. Uh, yeah. And so we have to, so here's a young man who's very conscious of the energy around him, right? Mm-hmm. How conscious are you of your what, What's that? Do you think a mixture of people with that, just like who are like naturally more sensitive? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I noticed that yesterday. So I was I was getting readings from my neighbors, and my partner held like selenite one and the other, and one both of them are like not spiritual at all. Mm-hmm. And one was like, oh my god, like I felt like, and the other one was like, no, nah, I didn't feel anything. And then when I was also just like channeling for them, I could feel what was even more interesting is the one who didn't really feel anything was more centered around his lower chakras and, and like, and like more working with his lower chakras. And the one who did was more working with his higher chakras. Well, right. And so the question is, do you feel like you're aware, this is going out to people who are watching, would like you to comment. <laughs> do you feel like you're aware of the river of energy around you? Right. So do you feel energy when you walk in? a room do you feel the different energy there versus going outside versus yeah the truth is we really do but we just interpret it wrong and we doubt ourselves and we label it as different things like we really do it's so crazy i'll like listen to my friends and something like "Mm, bad vibes or like they'll they'll be like i don't know what it was that guy made me uncomfortable or like just like really like things that they disregard as like them picking up energy like them feeling things within themselves that are not verbalized, that are not executed, that, like, but they're like, mm, mm, mm-hmm. but they just dismiss it. They're like, whatever, like, you like, whatever, but it's not. It's, we're literally energetic beings. We can pick up energy. We just dismiss it and label it as, like, whatever. So, like, even if people don't recognize that it's a river of energy, like, they're picking it up. Even if they're not recognized, like, you could tell them and be like, you literally just, like, interpreted that. And it's like, like, well, they don't want to believe it. Right. And so, um, so I'm curious for those people um, that, you know, I'm curious for those people who are uh, listening, right, what, what is that? What are some things that yeah what that you look like? Yeah, what's that look like for you? That, that that really stand out to you that you're like, oh well, that is energy, I guess. You know, not realizing it. Well, I'd like to bring some discernment around, right, to the energy. Like, like, what does that really look like for you, right? And so, um, I would love to hear some things from our. Trying to uh, do a copy paste here while someone needs a, a, a link to the show to listen in, um, but I would love to hear from people about what that looks like, right? So that you know we can support. Uh, call into the show, right? Um, and we've got Kwame Sunhorse texting me, but Kwame, we're online. Why don't you join us on the show, Dolly? <laughs> so, um, so what do, what does that feel like to you? Who, who like Teddy, Naima? What does it feel like? How do you ha- do? You have discernment around the energy. What do you do with it? Do you know how to clear it uh, when you're when it's around you, um, or do you just sit in the muck, or do you sit in the bliss? 
you know, like that? Like, you know, like, what does that look like for you? So, so what do you do? Do you clear energy when you're an icky energy? Me? Yeah. Um, yeah, I'd like, I like to try and process as much as I can, mm-hmm. but every once in a while, you know, like, especially working at the shop, like, sometimes people really project onto you, and they really are like, here, take this, without even intentionally, they don't mean mm-hmm. to, but they can't process what they're processing, and so they, like, literally, it feels like they just, like, throw it on you, and then you're walking around throughout the day. I think the biggest lesson for me, though, is, like, really recognizing how empathetic I am and how much I do pick up that isn't mine. And so the more I sort of discerning what is mine and what isn't, the more I'm able to just not necessarily cleanse, but just let it go. Because with everything that is projected onto me, I have to think that there's a lesson within that for myself. Like there's a reason why that I'm having to process for this person, which I don't even necessarily have to process, but there's a reason why I am now having to make myself let this go. Because there's a reason why I also picked it up. You know, there was a receiving end on me. Does that make any sense? Makes complete sense because was, was, I've been dealing with that. So is the energy yours? And I think what we should do today is teach people questions. Mm-hmm. I am called actually to teach people how to access source energy today. Um, I taught somebody, um, oh, we have a caller coming in, so we want to mm-hmm. answer that call. It's a uh, 706-202. We'll bring you on in just a minute. But, um, and after we take the call, I'm going to teach you how to access source energy using your body as a pendulum, okay? And then I'm going to teach people how to determine if the energy, based on accessing source energy, how to determine, like Kit said, is the energy yours? Yeah. So I recenter yourself. What's that? Recentering yourself. Like it's yeah. also a practice in recentering yourself. Yeah, recentering, putting up those boundaries. So I was I had this pain in my Achilles heel since March twenty eighth. I rolled over my big toe. And for a little bit that was my energy. And then I realized it was my brother's torn Achilles heel. <laughs> Not my energy. Mm-mm. Nope. But, like, that's what's crazy is, like, if you pause there mm-hmm. and you tried to explain that to somebody who didn't really comprehend energy work and all of that, right? Mm-hmm. But then you explain to them, oh, well, neuroscientists just proved, well, not just, this is, like, known. Neuroscience proves that, like, we can feel horrific amounts of pain out of for people that we care about and pick where, up whoa, 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 their where pain. Do you find that? That's like no. Like it I couldn't give you like a pinpointed source right now off the top of my head, but like that's like a, a known thing in the um I'm tech, I'm I'm looking at neuroscience proves that we can feel pain be uh feel others pain. Feel pain from others, pain. right? Because of empathy. So I'm looking for that. A new study 
from the Netherlands Institute of Neuroscience recorded the neurons of human patients to show that the pain of others is directly mapped onto neurons in the insula brain region critical for our own emotions. Sharing the distress of others is considered key to empathy and motivation to help others. Um, what is empathy? It's more of like the empathy causes you to, to like literally hurt for the other person. Yeah. A lot of the emotional empathy, too, we register as physical pain, physical uncomfortability. So it makes sense for physical injuries, especially somebody that we really care about, to be picked up as well. That pain empathy is a multi-component process that includes a vicarious sharing of pain, but may also evoke emotional arousal and negative effects. Damn. It's weird. Well, I, okay, because, and, and energetically, I would say, that ties into boundaries right? Can we be empathetic and not give our energetic power away and suffer while someone else is suffering? Just because someone is suffering, we can support, but do we really need to um, extend that etheric field or break the etheric field to feel someone else's pain? Do we have to do that? Right? it's not doing you any justice. It's not doing them any justice. It's just enabling them. And yeah, and, and, and di- no, no, no. <laughs> not enabling. Disabling. No, right. <laughs> it enables the disabling. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, and, right? So, Rietta says, I had pain in my left knee suddenly last week. Thought about feminine energy. I might be receiving. Um, right. Right, because oh, also yeah. and, and women, two women close to me were suffering with pain, so I had to get let go of my worry and their pain. So as wow. females, we pick up on each other's pain a lot. I mean, we, we sync up on each other's cycles, like it's beautiful, but also like being aware of it saves you a lot of pain and worry. Because also separating, creating those boundaries isn't selfish, or it doesn't separate you from those people. It will connect you to those people better because you'll be able to help them in a better place. He, uh, and yeah, yes. there's codependency. Yeah. Empathy is powerful yeah. tool, but dangerous codependency. I totally agree, Charles. Mm-hmm. Um, and thank you for showing up. And Vieta, thank you for piping in and showing up. We, we love you. Um, we need to stand on our own and work in community. Mm-hmm. And it's that's balance. the harmonization. Yeah, the harmonization. Let me bring on this caller, 706-202. Go ahead and give us your name, where you're calling from, and what's your question and or contribution. So we'll go there. And then I've already missed the first commercial, but we'll, we'll do that. So good morning. Grand Rise. I'm not and morning. I'm greeting. Grand Rise you're and Jody. Right. Grand Rising. I said I'm not. I, know I said I am not mourning. I'm greeting you. And you know, interesting topic that you're speaking on. Have you knowledge of uh, electromagnetic hygiene? Oh well, not as hygiene, but I, I, I help. Well, I, I think yes. I haven't used that term. But why don't you share with us your take on it? It's. Okay, it was like you were saying about you know, the men going back there in the yard and, and receiving the energy where the labyrinth would be at. 
is that mm-hmm. once we stand up on the earth, we're, we're antennas and we're receptive to the frequencies of what's above us and what's, you know, in our immediate environment. And so what we have is that sometimes we become overpolluted with the electromagnetic energy. And there's ways in which grounding, and we're familiar with grounding and being able to know how to ground yourself with the earth, being able to get rid of some of that electromagnetic energy that overpowers our frequencies. And resident frequency therapy, uh, James Bear, I think, wrote the book. And what he looked at is how at the cellular level that we pick up frequencies or they can arrange frequencies that can either attack or they can use to be healing. And so it's understanding how we're looking at, I think your your program is about water. Water holds memory and consciousness, and it, it comes in liquid, it comes in gas, and it comes into ice, solids. So being able to receive this energy that's melting from the Arctic's, that energy of frozen water that's been on the planet for millions of years is now releasing energy of pure energy of consciousness that was when it was frozen, now it's being released into the atmosphere. And we're receiving this because we're in a new alignment on this. Sol- our solar system is in a new alignment in our galaxy. And the galaxy is transmitting frequencies of our new evolution. And so what we're now being given is the charge wait, 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 of how wait, do wait, wait, wait. we... Kwame, well, hold on. Yeah. Uh, I don't want anybody to miss this because I think it's too important. No, it's literally he's explaining all the science behind what we label as just like energy and blah, 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 because it's like more like understandable, but he's like explaining like both the, the science and the spirituality where it merges. Well, I wanted, I want him to explain a little bit more about, so go back yeah. to that iceberg if you, or the, can you go back to the, the ice melting for us, please, and expand a little bit? Yeah, what we're, what we're seeing is what we're calling global warming. There is a reason why that ice was frozen at the time it was, is because we were going to make this journey around the Milky Way and there has to be a consciousness that's going to be able to give us a memory because that's what water does. It holds memory and consciousness. Now we're in this, this receptivity of what we have been able to create in this new stage of evolution. We're now moving into moving from a carbon base to a silica base. This is why we're doing with the technology. And all the technology that we're creating is silica-based because we're crystalline beings. Also, we're moving from a carbon base to a silica base. We're moving from a homo sapien to a homo spiritus. And so it's so in this evolution. Wait, wait, pause on that because I want people to have a better understanding of that. So we're moving from carbon-based to spiritual-based. Is that what you said? <clears throat> Yes, and that, that, that's what we're looking at. How do we fossil fuels, carbon-based, all the things that we use that pertains to carbon? We're looking at how do we become more energy-based like crystals and being able to form in the way that, that silica does in its formation from water to a sacred geometry of a receiver and transmitter. 
had it. The whole world is on an ascension right now. He's exactly right. That's why earlier when you were saying, like, you're noticing there's a lot of young kids that are coming out and just being, they just have access to knowledge that they shouldn't have. And where that comes from is, like, um, if this resonates with you, there's a lot of guides that are coming down right now because Earth is going through such a crazy ascension. And everything he's saying is, like, 100% like, it, it, it falls onto that. It, it all connects. Like, we're also shifting into the age of Aquarius, which is where spirituality and science merges. And we're coming out of the age of Pisces, of self-sacrifice, and everything like that. It's like, you just put it perfectly. I, wouldn't, I, wouldn't, I don't even want to add anything else. Like, that was... <laughs> Kwame, you should see Kit, like, light up and send you love. Do you feel that? You put it so perfectly. Do you feel that love, Kwame? Oh, yeah, and that's what we're about because the word evolution, when you put it in a mirror, it says, know it you love, and that's what we're doing because there's only two energy forces, really. It's fear and love, and when we understand that love overpowers fear, we eliminate the, the lack of being able to be in oneness with all. So this is what we're <clears throat> on this new stage of evolution, and you know you're you're divinely in order. And <clears throat> what we're doing is that we're not. What I sent you was: Do trees communicate? Because we're connected to the wood wide web. What is oh, intelligence? Oh, The answer is yes to that. Right, well, and well, and the part the part that I'm sharing is what is intelligence and divine intelligence is. That which helped us to create who we are in beings, to become the greater of the intelligence. It's not artificial. It is real. It's divine intelligence that now man is attempting to create an artificial. And what you're looking at is there's nothing greater than the divine intelligence in what which we live on. This planet is divine intelligence. All the create cannot hold the knowledge that this planet has and it communicates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just makes them try to understand it. Yeah, I totally agree. And let me um let me back up to the um the original question about electromagnetic energy and the hygiene. Uh and thank you for the definition. And then Kit, we're gonna come back to you. Um so the so what I one of the things that I do for people is I show them how to take chaotic energy that's in their home, which comes from, you know, people who choose to have microwaves. It comes from your smart meters. It comes from your fuse box. It comes from your hair dryer, your baby monitors. And I take that energy using some technology-based earth, earth uh, technology and harmonize it, right, so uh, that we, because I am a, a Kwame, as you probably already know, I'm a walking, breathing antenna um, on, uh, for lack of a better word, on steroids, uh, <laughs> but, um, but it's good. Oh, it's really good, because uh, it's good, it's, it's good, and it's a struggle sometimes, because I can feel everything, and then I lack uh from time to time a healthy boundary pardon me 
you feel it all, but don't have um, the energy to like process or release it. Well, and which is why I want to teach people today how to um, harmonize that energy, release the energy, determine if the energy is there, is it for their highest good. Hopefully we'll do that today. <laughs> so, and then go ahead, Kit. You were going to add to what Kwame was saying. Well, yeah, I think it's a tricky idea that the um, the fear or love overcomes fear because, and this goes into like the whole yin and yang and everything because one cannot exist without the other. So is one technically inherently bad if one creates the other, and one creates space for the other like so what you really in my opinion what you really want to do is walk hand in hand with the fear and the love because the fear creates opportunity to be brave and have love right you have to appreciate it and you have to love it and you have to work with it and not and, and you're so often taught like don't be scared but then you hear um really brave people it's like a common phrase like no the fear, you need the fear. If you weren't scared, you want to be worried. You know, like, you want well, you the fear. But the question is if you're going to be brave. If, are you going to be brave and courageous? Well, are you going to, yeah, like you yesterday, work um, like I've been afraid to get into the car and drive because I had broken my wrist and I didn't know if it was strong enough. So I decided, well, okay, there's always a workaround. What if you only had one hand to begin with, right? So I got in the car and I drove and I did my thing and, you know, I, I let my faith in God and trusting in God and trusting in myself and my body and the universe uh, to overcome my fear of getting into the car with one, you know, one good hand. So, exactly. um, so I also want to go back to Kwame for a moment. Kwame, um, so you're saying that the ice, the water holds a cellular memory, correct? Kwame, are you still with us, honey? Yeah, yeah. I just I I'm muted, but yes, your your water holds memory and consciousness. We've already right. seen that. So, Doctor Doctor Emoto showed us that in the frequency of the energy that water holds, when you freeze it into a solid, it shows the formation of what energy is inside of that water. You can see the the crystal, the the sacred geometry that will show uh, perfect six-sided crystal, a snowflake in itself shows you that the the energy forms perfect sacred geometry. When there's a, a frequency of hate or fear, then the frequency changes how that water forms its pattern. So what we're looking at, we are 70% water, such as this planet. And what we're overstanding is, is that frequencies that are now given to us in our galaxy through our planetary alignment and standing upon this earth when this is why they insulated the frequency by creating gym shoes they put down asphalt concrete and they put you in boxes so you're trapped in these frequencies when you're divinely given frequencies of of consciousness cosmic consciousness if we're able to know that when we go back in nature, which frequency is 432, 
we are connected with the earth frequency, which is the human frequency, was 7.82. The human body is 7.25, 7.2 to 7.5. So when we balance these frequencies, we have to understand even love is, is what is it, 532, uh, 582, five, 528. Five, 528 five, is love right, and right. harmony is 432, yeah. Right, and the lowest frequency is shame. And so what 20. we're looking at is how, how, do, how do we connect with our higher frequency because what we're right now doing is in this alignment Saturday, Saturn is, is, is getting ready to go retrograde in Pisces. And we're ending this Piscean era moving into the Aquarian era, which is the water bearer, which is bearing consciousness. Water is consciousness and memory. That's why I was sharing about the ice melting is because we're moving into this and the energy that's causing these ice caps and things to to recede and melt is because we're needing that pureness of what was frozen a million years millions of years ago Which is to reactivate to the pureness is in that water that's now melting that's that's the yes. frequency that's released into our environment which hopefully you know um drive people to desire more of that frequency, right? Like attract light. Yeah, yeah. And you're looking at where's the fires burning, the trees that hold the memory in the in the trees that there are the antennas, they're burning them in certain locations because you look at that which is Canada, it is closest to the to the north of the Arctic. Now that frequency has been burnt away, and now we're we're looking at what is going to evolve from all of those millions of acres of of plant life that has been destroyed by fire. Because fire does what? It releases negative ions, the same as a waterfall, same as rivers flowing, same as standing on a beach. It releases those ions, which turns into a plasma which gets into our atmosphere, this is why the smoke travels so, because it does not know any borders. It does right. not know so any borders that came down saying, from... Can I ask, right. I need to ask you a question. So regarding the fire, it releases negative ions, and for people who don't know, we negative ions are good, right? It also creates... Right. Soil. Like, I'm from California, so, like, forest fires are very, like, big in my life it creates so much damage but it's it's there's a song called like i need a forest fire and sometimes you have to burn it all down and that's like why these waters are melting why these trees are burning like it all we have to get it all on the table and purge like we have to get it all out so that we can all ascend like there's a like that's why all these things are happening so we can make choices or not make choices that are going to get us to that ascended timeline you know so either you're going to stay or you're not like by making the choices that become that that you have to make once these these things are blown up in your face, you know. Well, once that energy is blowing up in your face, yeah, right? but it's necessary. Like it's all predated. Like there's a like you just said, like New Age of Aquarius. Like this is all meant to happen. We were meant to lose ourselves so we could find ourselves. 
We were meant to lose the consciousness so we could go through this transition. That's also why all these guys are all wanting to come to Earth right now and why I have all these young old people. Because Well, I mean, there's a lot of what I'll call ascended masters have come down to support exactly. this. I know several mm-hmm. of them. And um, they're here to uh, guide uh, people who need that guidance. Right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, because it, no matter what all over my body, I just went freezing. No matter what, we're going to be ascending, right? right? So it's like all the guys are wanting to help as much as possible, but we've been recycling down here for a minute to get like everybody going, right? Yeah. Get us all going. I but, yeah. Wow. But now we're and actually what, like, like this is the moment. That's why for a lot of people things are really hard right now because this is a death and rebirth which means that there is a lot of death, like, and that can be literal death or death of your old life so you can step into your new one, and that can be a lot of chaotic, really crazy, traumatic things that happen, like losing your housing, losing your partner, like getting hurt, like crazy stuff. But you need it. You need it. Just like all the craziness in the world is so that we can come together and be like, no, we don't want this. Well, well and, and that's an ex- Go ahead. She yeah, sharing. go ahead, And that's an excellent point because what we have is that we've been colonized on this planet by beings and, and resources that were attempting to keep control of the human being and allow them to have access to the, the bodies of humans, to utilize the mineral resources because economically – any economics begins first with the earth and all the resources and material that comes from the earth. There has to be a labor force in which to extract these, these type of energies that come from the earth. And what we're seeing now is that we're moving into what we are the ones we've been waiting for. This is why you see so much independence now and not people looking for a JLB, but they are the JLB because you are the one you've been waiting for. You, we have to over. Exactly. Just going crazy. Like yes, 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 yes. So I, I, I have to. I, I gotta pipe in here because this is crazy. It doesn't seem like it's connected. Trust me. Listen to this. It's connected. Okay. So you're talking about the minerals and you know and the and the and the labor force. First of all, Tommy, what you can't see is Vieta said Vieta Robinson, our our host from uh, Friday and Sunday, says yes, we are in labor. Okay. Now I want to talk to everybody about my backyard. Why? We had an ant invasion in the backyard. Not like any ant invasion. I mean like a a million military ants like invading our backyard and I was kind of in an upset of getting bit by these red ants and so spirit told me well put down salt so I have all this Himalayan sea salt so I'm putting down all this Himalayan sea salt and um, and I know that that Himalayan I had a lot of it because I'm trying to get rid of some of these weeds and and I'm thinking oh it's gonna get rid of the ants too yay uh-uh-uh-uh-uh. So you know what these ants were doing, Kwame? Kit? All of a sudden, I see they're picking up the salt, and they're marching, right, around with my salt. And I'm like, what are you doing with my salt? They're supposed to get rid of you. Uh-huh. No. You and ants no, do. Because... They, irrigate, they irrigate your land. They irrigate the soil. 
So they're taking the right. salt and they're remineralizing my soil. <laughs> so I right, really but, listen to God. I didn't quite get it, but I get it now. Right. The statement you said is my, and the thing is, is that it's a we. We are related to every being that is on the earth. And what we began to understand is that we have to work in balance. We we once upon a time had that balance, and this is why I said the colonization, and being able to say that you have to be this and you have to destroy this, but this is why we've come full circle in decolonizing that which has been used to distract us or to make us not dependent. That's why it's called nature deficit disorder or ascension disorder, because we are not in order. There's an order to the earth. There's an order to the universe. There's an order to the cosmos. And all of it has its own laws in which we do, because man created law, which is not harmonizing with the natural law. That's why we have oh, all the chaos. Well, the natural law no. is chaos, right? So that brings organization to the chaos. But the problem is humanity, we tried to, to we weren't as evolved yet, so we tried to, like, make things make, by doing that, we made things not make sense. We made things more complicated by by trying to label everything instead of just letting it exist. Like, um, it's kind of like Christianity where it's like, a lot of the issues with it, where it originated with, like, Jesus and everything, Jesus was preaching all the things that most of us talk about, a lot of the spiritual people talk about right now, right? But the problem is a lot of people took it really, really literally. Like, they're like, because, you know, God is within you, God is with me, because we are God, and I am God, and you are God, we're all God, because God is the universe, right? Right, yes, and yes, and yes. And then everybody's like, oh, so you're the son of God. You're the son of God, and I have to listen to everything you say. But that's just because people were taking it so literally because that's what they could understand at the time. But what it did is it set us on a trajectory of, of a better path and an overall consciousness. But that's why we're shifting now even more because it's still not like, because then people are still taking it too literally. We're still looking at things as like too much at, at you have to look beyond what you see, if that makes any sense. With, well, with yeah, I mean, so like the other day when I was feeling my the Achilles heel pain it wasn't my pain beyond the pain and beyond the fact that my etheric uh, field was broke was what's the message well one I have to keep my boundaries I can empathize but not have to take on people's burdens and so that's the message that I was uh, called to understand or you know overstand as Kwame says and um <clears throat> yeah, brilliant, right? He is brilliant. Uh, <laughs> to really understand that I can empathize but not have to take on and carry the burden of every person that I see or Good don't see. Love unconditionally without giving energy. You can love every, at the end of the day, I, I remember growing up, this is a weird thing, seeing people who were like considered not good people or whatever. Like mm-hmm. I, I'm, I don't know why I'm just like, well, when we're born, we're not born bad people. So there is there inherently bad people. So isn't everybody technically worthy of love? Like no matter what their social standing, no matter who they are, like everybody's worthy of it. But 
the problem with that, though, is I took it too literally, and I was, like, going out of my way for everyone because I thought everybody deserved it, even crummy people, but, the, but that's without boundaries, right? So having boundaries, though, creates the loving everybody unconditionally without giving energy. You can love everybody completely love unconditionally. Love them from afar. Exactly. <clears throat> from afar. You can, you can be in their face loving them unconditionally, whatever that looks like, without giving your energy. It's a weird thing to realize that there's a separation there. It, um, it, try toying around with it, and you'll realize, like, that there really is a separation there and that we're naturally attuned to that when love is there, we give energy. So realizing that love can be there without you giving energy. But we, right, we can, so we love them without um, – how do – let me have a moment to hear how they want me to explain this. Um, so what they're saying is, like, yes, love people and love them where they're at, by the way, because they're all a different part of the healing process, right? We're all healing. And so if people aren't showing up how you expect them to show up, like, love them anyway. Mm-hmm. But what they're saying is, like, you don't have to break that etheric on the burden and feel as bad as they feel, right? Exactly. Um, you don't have to go through the suffering process mm-hmm. repeatedly if you've already learned that lesson. Now, if you're breaking your own boundaries, perhaps you haven't fully learned the lesson. Right? And maybe that's why it's being broken. I know I have not learned my lessons about boundaries. It's a huge lesson for me. Huge. huge. Well, that's also like Scorpios, like their their relationship, not to get into like Zodiacs and stuff, but like Go ahead. He's their awesome at Zodiac. He'll fight this. Boundaries are really weird and it's uh, um very much uh, environmental too. So like Scorpios are very deep feelers. And so they crave deep connection, but also they, they teeter between the extremes of that, of, like, severe disconnect and se- severe, like, codependency or, like, really, like, needing to be like this. So with that, that creates a lot of issues with boundaries. So knowing that that's, like, something that you're naturally gravitating towards can give yourself some compassion to because, like, it's not you that wants to feel that way. It's the vessel that you're in, the vessel that is a Scorpio female that it craves that but also doesn't at the same time so it it's a it's a it's a struggle that will become a strength well yes yes and yes so i have like four or five houses in scorpio i'm very scorpio even though i'm a libra and um yeah it's almost it's almost crazy no no i'm scorpio rising in a libra moon so i feel like that's why i like I, i i see you i see you yeah, I see you, and the and I am a Sag rising, uh, Libra, Libra, no Scorpio Moon, Libra, regular, whatever Sun. Rising, okay. <laughs> Sun. Libra Sun, Scorpio Moon, Sag rising. Yeah, mm-hmm. that makes sense. Kwame, you want to add to that? Kwame, Kwame, unmute well, yourself. You know that's what. Yeah, and that's what I was sharing about the alignment, as above, so below. And when we, right now, 
this solar system is in the galaxy that it hasn't been in 26,000 years. What we're getting from the energy of our planetary alignment is new consciousness to the frequency. Yes, we were born, I was born in Pisces. I have five planets in Pisces. But I know, too, that there's energies that happen when the planets align that will shift the consciousness or shift the frequency of that which is going on in my body as an antenna. I think you said that. And being mm-hmm. that we are all antennas and we pick up on frequencies, so what we're understanding is is that when these alignments occur, if we're not interference, you know, because this is what happens when you build these these urban areas means that you are banned from the natural frequency by all this distortion. We have to come back to how do we ground and reconnect to our mother and stop being the orphan from her. What's really interesting, too, is, like, people are already feeling pulled towards that. Like, everybody's like, tiny home, big yard, like, let's build out of natural materials. Like, there's a huge movement and urge in people to want to be outside and want to be. They just want to explain, they're like, yeah, yeah, hashtag, like, nature. Like, it's, like, that kind of a movement people are seeing it as because that's what they can, like, digest. But it is, like, a, a global shift. And I've noticed it growing up, like, nobody wanted to be – like, as outdoorsy as they do now. It's cool to be outdoorsy now. Like, and and now came with a shift. Like, people didn't want, it was cool to be, like, wearing brands and going to parties and doing all that stuff. But now it's more cool to, like, let's go to a waterfall. Like, let's go to the old ghost forest. Like, let's go meditate. Like, that's what people are, like, being pulled towards. And I'm like, what? Well, we are going to have a meditation party at my house I'm gonna, or my, my home office. Let me just tell you that. So I have, I'm going to do at least one commercial, okay? So, and, okay, and what I'm going to do, so you run to the restroom when you come back, and we'll let you and Kwame talk, because I have to go down and get uh, Segala and Tinkerbell, because mm-hmm. they're begging me to come in, because they have contributions. Yeah, I know, and I told them energetically that I would make sure. Um, okay, so uh, people... Here's your here's your here's your instructions. Go potty, get your coffee, get your water, your smoothie, whatever it is. Come right back. Do not leave. We love you. We're grateful that you're here. Join us in on the party. And uh, yeah, we're going to commercial. Amen. Hold on. The Female Solution Global Radio TV Show invites you to an invigorating conversation with our team of hosts Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. Central Time. Start your week with Monday Morning Mindfulness with Zelda Speaks. Tuesdays, Self-Self-Care with Jody Susan. Wednesdays, Repairing Broken Families with Naima Latif and co-host Kareem Hamid. Thursdays, Soulful Solutions with Dr. Debbie Green. And Fridays, Health and Well-Being with Beata. Saturdays, tune in 12 noon to 2 p.m. Central Time. First Saturday, Success Strategies with Jana. Second Saturday, Wendy Williams Esquire on Relationships. Third Saturday, Move Around with Deborah. And fourth Saturday, Wisdom with Mama D. Join us Sundays, 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Central Time for Soul Purpose Healing with Beata. Call in and comment 515-605-9325. Press 1 to speak to the host and be a part of the solution.
Jenny Susan, a Susan Essentials, was misdiagnosed and nearly died in 2013. Instead, she chose to reclaim her health using plant and energy-based healing. After losing 92 pounds, she now offers a psychologist and doctor-recommended functional food program, focusing on two things, toxic-free living and a connection to our brain. Tucson Essentials re-engineered with help us with a self-paced functional food program now available to you with plans starting at just $99. Jerry Susan of Tucson Essentials was misdiagnosed and nearly died in 2013. Instead, she chose to reclaim her health using plant and energy-based healing. After losing 92 pounds, she now offers a psychologist and doctor-recommended functional food program focusing on two things, toxic-free living and a connection to our brain. Tucson Essentials re-engineered with help us with a self-paced functional food program now available to you with plans starting at just $99. I'm Viata, your Holistic Life Coach. These days, it's more important than ever to work on your physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual health. Are you consciously breathing deeply in stressful moments? Do you have a plan or daily routine to maintain balance in your awesome body? Are you struggling to be disciplined in your eating habits? When you partner with me, I'll help you develop a personalized health plan that works for your particular lifestyle. You can find out more about me at yourholisticlifecoach.com where you can also review my three-step protocol to guide you to abundant health. That's yourholisticlifecoach.com and I'm Viato. I'm Naima Latif. Join me and my co-host, Kareem Hamid, every Wednesday morning, 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. on the Female Solution Radio Show as we explore that relationship that is the foundation for our society, the relationship between men and women, husbands and wives. Join our discussion as we seek to repair broken family ties and rebuild our community. Listen online at www.blogtalkradio.com slash the-female-solution. Call in and comment 515-605-9325. Press 1 to speak to our host. Or you can join us live on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash the-female-solution. Welcome back, y'all. I can't tell if the adding is that added or not. She's going to go grab her baby. This is my stepson, Rigby. Your stepson, what's his name? Rigby. Rigby, okay. So, Rigby. Baby. Me, Tinkerbell, and Fagala. Hello. No, you oh. didn't. Yeah. Um, so, uh, we just had a major drop. Like, like can't sit down. So hold on, we, you know, someone uh, release. Okay. Ruined the chair, release. <laughs> oh, oh no! They saw the, they saw the bestie. It's me. <laughs> well, looks like I need to re, I need. To... 
I'm going to have to put new material on the chair. Yeah. Okay. okay. Well, yes, for now, is a towel. Um, mm-hmm. And, like, it's um, time to get a new. So I refurbish these chairs anyway, so I'll just get cool yeah. fabric and put it on. I think that's what was her idea. Like, Mama, it's just time to get a new chair. I'm telling you, put on some cool new fabric. That fabric's going. Give it some new life. Because I just like, oh, I know what I'm talking about. Yeah, well, I mean, I did um, refurbish these chairs in, actually, it was 2000, 2010. So it is time for new new fabric. That's okay. That's easy to do. So we have yeah. lots of comments since, um, since I went downstairs and we did the commercial. Let's see what everybody's saying. Okay. Uh, let's see. So uh, Teddy's saying, Dear Susan Essentials and Kit, I feel the shift of this planet strongly. I am Aquarius. That is awesome. Um, uh, uh, Charles P. Uh, says, Dear is essential for life preservation. Yes, yes, yes. Um, Vieta, yes, yes. Having fear worries about the two women suffering in my life and feeling their pain pushed me to let go of pain and replace it with trust and faith that they are in divine plan and order, right? Because pain creates change, right? Because if we're in pain, it pushes people into change. Yeah, that's why every, this is the, the secret, though, being a Scorpio, this is the magic sauce, right? We have an understanding of things, though, where everything, no matter how bad it is or, or good, it's all meant for us in some regard. There's always something meant for us. There's always a death or rebirth in every situation if we choose if we choose to see it that way. But you have to consciously choose. And Scorpios are the, the phoenix, so rise from the ashes if you allow yourself to. Oh, I did not know that. Well, that makes yeah, sense. I, I definitely rose from the ashes, I don't know, once in, uh, between 2013 and 2016 with that health well, journey, and then four when, times this year. Right. No, I'm saying it, that's a, a lifelong journey for you. Okay. Oh, cool. Death and no, 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 you need to stop no, 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 I'm out of body parts to rebirth, okay? <laughs> I know. Well, it means like a literal sense or or a, a philosophical, I don't know. I mean, I don't know if I pronounced that right. Philosophical. philosophical yeah. It's <laughs> okay. Philosophical sense, like, or or your your thought processing or an emotion or a person or a lifestyle. Like, it really can be applied anywhere you want to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Choose to. Hey, we have a it's caller. We have a caller. Um, Kwame, I see that you dropped off and called back in. I'm going to take this other caller real quick that's been waiting for a very long time and then bring you back. So it's the number is 312849. Um, and give me one minute. I'll bring you on. 
And let me just see if I wanted to see. Teddy says, Dear Kit, Rigby is a healer. Can I see Rigby again? Because yeah. I didn't want really to get a chance to connect with him. Rigby, come here. Thank you, Zelda. We love the animal guys too, right? Uh, Vienna says, Hi, Rigby. She says, Wow, what a way to start the day. Headed to the beach this morning. Oh, so jealous that you're headed to the beach. Hey, just bring me energetically with you, Zelda, so that, you know, um, I can, uh, you know, kind of be with you at the beach. So, um, okay, so we're waiting for Rigby, and I'm going to bring uh, 312849 onto the call. Um, one second. And uh, Rigby's here, so hold on to your, on to your thoughts, 312, for a minute. Hi, Rigby. How are you? Oh, Rigby is a healer. Oh, yeah. Hi, Rigby. So, Rigby is a family member of yours. Who is Rigby? Infinite source, a paternal or maternal side. On your paternal side, great grandfather. That's your great grandfather. Do you get that? Mm hmm. Oh, my God, and he loves you. Oh, my God, can Ricky come over today? Maybe. I'm going to ask Sebastian. This is my, this is my partner's dog. Yeah, I know. So, uh, 4, 4.30. We'll see you then. So, uh, that's when my last client leaves. So, uh, so we have 312849 online. Uh, what's your name and where are you calling from? Hey, it's Naima. Hi, Naima. How are you, lovey? I'm fantastic. I'm, I'm loving this show. You know, I just wanted to uh, comment about the the phenomenon we were talking about of feeling other people's pain that you love. But, of course, because we're all energetically connected to everything, we're literally yeah. feeling everybody's emotions all the time, even the ones that are fake. So you can you can be feeling emotions from a television show. And, and what happens when we're feeling these things, we're actually feeling the brain chemistry and the, the body changes that goes with it. So say if you're watching a really suspenseful show and somebody's in danger and they're running and all that, you're feeling the anxiety which means you're going to go through all of the, the fight or flight kind of triggers in the brain. It releases adrenaline and cortisol. And this is really affecting your nervous system. So you can be in a state of stress because of a TV show. But, of course, if you're watching it in real life, it's even more stressful, even if you don't know the people. And, and this is why, you know, you have to make choices on what you're going to put your attention to because you're going to feel the effects of other people's emotions and other people's feelings. You feel it in your own body, even when you don't realize that that's what it is. And so that's why we go through these mood changes, you know, all day long. Most of the time it's other people's emotions that are triggering our feelings, and we're not aware of it. But all the, the, the pleasure centers being stimulated as well, which is why things like pornography is addictive, because – you know, sexual intimacy oh. boosts 
chemicals like dopamine and endorphins and oxytocin. So if you're watching somebody in the act, you're feeling those feelings as well. And it's a feeling you want to feel. So it's so easy to so get addicted to. So as someone who doesn't watch pornography, thank you for turning the light on, okay? Because, like, <laughs> I always got that. Like, so my husband and I, we don't watch any um, – bad, negative, or horrific movies. We're very careful about what we let in. We have a hygiene protocol here in the house. And, honey, you can't stand on this hand. It's not strong enough. Um, we have a hygiene protocol. So when we, before we come home, we clear our energy before walking into the home. We make sure there's no entities, no attachments. Um, we uh, clear our chakras. And we bring in God's divine white light and uh, St. Germain's violet flame, and we flood that. And I actually create a tornado of that to clear my entire body so that the only person who's walking into the house is me. Yes. <laughs> and Andrew, the only all person walking into the house is Andrew. Because we don't want to yes. have a party unless we've already agreed to have a party. Right? <laughs> <laughs> you are bringing in everybody else's vibes. So crazy what she was saying. But you both are talking. Hold on. So, so, Kit, go ahead. So, what were you saying about that comment? What she was saying, it made something click for me because I was having this conversation with my boyfriend. Um, Social media algorithm, right? I noticed a long time ago, it's well, obviously, we know it's an algorithm. And I took that and I was like, okay, well, let me filter what I have in my algorithm. And let me be selective about what is filtered into me. And so when you go through my suggested page, it's all nature, uh, science, history facts, like mm-hmm. nothing pornographic, nothing like Same that. Same here. And I get lots of parrots and horses and it's, all types of animals. Exactly. And what she just made quickest for me is like, I, oh, I'm always talking to people about cycles and patterns and breaking patterns and cycles, and that's how you navigate and propel yourself forward, right? Doesn't that mean that then life itself, which this all makes sense, obviously, so I feel goofy saying it, but it's like it's a literal, it's an algorithm. So filter out your algorithm so that the algorithm brings back things that are mm. only positive, loving, happy, healthy, and that includes choose your algorithm of people choose your algorithm of environment and, and then it'll come back okay. in that cycle of the algorithm's going to feed those things back to you so if you're in a if you're in a crummy environment and you're around crummy people the algorithm's going to send back crummy people crummy environments just like how social media does just how like you know you have like, people were like, oh, I don't know why all these, like, news are on my phone. But then you're like, okay, well, like, stop liking the news, you know, like. <laughs> you see what that says? Mm. That, that, yeah, yeah, that, that is, is so right. So, Naima, it's like technology. Yeah. Naomi, if you're not yes. looking at the screen, it says, Kit is my energetic daughter. See that? I uh, see, Yes. <laughs> Yeah, and 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 what she's saying it's funny because the technology is mirroring the our metaphysical reality. So yes, you you when you 
focus on something, you know, then the algorithm, you know, they show that, okay, this is what she's interested in. So you get more of those things. That's how it is in life. If you focus on negative, you're around negative people. You're going to get more negative people and more negative things happening. It's just it, So we really do create our experience based on what we're choosing to put our focus on, our energy on, our time, our attention to. We get more of it. That's, that's how the universe works. It is really amazing. I think Kit and is fighting us a bit here, Naima. Hold on, hold on. Kit's fighting us a bit. You was so right, and then it just made me realize at the core of all this, we're so uh, we forget the most simple things. Buddha literally said, you know, our thoughts shape our words, our words <laughs> shape our actions, our actions shape our reality. That's the freaking algorithm for life. <laughs> Which, yeah, that's so, the formula. There's a friend of mine, Naima, hold on. So there's a friend of mine, hold on a second. There's a, a very good friend of mine who was calling themselves names. Said, oh. not allowed. I said, because if you call yourself name, first of all, you know, I talked about what that does to the water in your body, right, and how it changes your DNA. And then second of all, I said, when you get done calling yourself names, you're going to turn to the next person and do that, right? Mm-hmm. So what are we training ourselves at, 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 at home base, right? At home base, whatever you practice at home, you're going to take out into the world. And that was actually, even though my dad was not necessarily, well, okay, sorry about that, dad. Apparently I'm wrong. I was going to say, even though he wasn't as so spiritually enlightened, I'm here, and he was highly spiritually enlightened. We just didn't have language for it. My dad ah. trained me from day one. Whatever you practice at home, you are going to do outside. So get good practices yes. at home. That was number one. Number two, he said, surround yourself all the time with people that know more than you do so that you can be mm. in a constant state of learning, Right. Wow. And so, that's smart. Right. So, and the thing is, siblings that want to focus on the fact that he cheated on my mom, right? So, he didn't actually just cheat on her. He married two women at the same time. Now, I could be angry mm. about that. I know. Just give it to God. So, here's the thing. He married my mom, who was his soulmate, okay? Mm-hmm. And then the second woman... God forbid this should ever happen to any of us, was his flipping twin flame. Mm. Do you ever want to come to earth and have to make that choice? Answer, no. I would. I mean, yeah. all I have is gratitude for this man. I mean, he was amazing. He had to face so many things, learn how to grow up without a dad. I mean, let's focus on his, on his greatness. Okay, so he married two women. Okay, you know, do you want to come down and be with a soulmate and twin flame and have to make a choice around it? No. Right? So lose the judgment. You know, that makes me think of, you know, that makes me think of, Jody, that makes me think of uh, that case that um, I think Michael Moore talked about in his film uh, with an insurance company. Uh, This guy, he had an accident, and he had uh, damaged both of his fingers. And they said, well, based on your insurance, we can save one of your fingers, but we can't uh, save both of them. So you have to choose which finger you're going to have amputated. That's a horrible thing, isn't it? You have to choose between which finger. You want both your fingers. 
So we have to really look at why are we, why are we making people choose to choose who they can love if they love both people? Why are we why are we making people choose that? You know, it's just like choosing which finger to get amputated. That's a horrible choice. Why should why are we doing that? You know. That's, That's awful. That is so awful. You know, our board is lit up. Um, all, 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 all boards. We've got you know several, uh, several uh, platforms that we're on at the same time. Um, it's lit up. This yeah. Well, let me let. So I'll, I'll, I'll get off and let somebody else make a comment. But great show. Thanks so much for coming on. I'm, I'm really enjoying your comments. And thanks so much. Jody always has such fantastic people. Thanks so much. Thank you for helping me make that realization. I was like. And what was the realization again about the algorithm? Just like just another application of another analogy to make things simpler. I, I don't know. Like anytime I, I, it makes it easier to explain these things to other people now like having uh things to explain it like that like being like it's like an algorithm like well and it really is if algorithm is an easier way for people to get the law of attraction god love it right law of attraction algorithm you know we have to be able to change our languaging Mm -hmm. so that people can hear what they need to hear like there's no wrong way to explain and or share the concept of the law of attraction or a great example of this. So I studied um, different, and I, so I know you studied to the you know, human ecology. I have studied yeah. human behavior, right? I'm a human behaviorist, and I yeah. studied um, organizational behavior in my undergrad or, or grad school. Um, but when you look at that um, point I was making, and I got big on my knee, I got distracted. Oh, so they have all these different things like this profile, uh, you know, I forget the different names of the different ways that they explain. But now they also have Enneagram and like some other opportunities to understand human behavior that are for this generation. They're just a new reiteration of what's already been done. But who cares? Who cares? Exactly. If this generation exactly. gets that, it resonates better with them and allows them to be more self-aware. And be and by being more self-aware, you're able to connect to the people around you. Let, let's bring it on. Yeah, right? I mean, like Buddha said, like, um, there's a, a story, not said, there's a story, um, where he's like, you have to lie sometimes, but not lie in a sense. Like, Stretch the there's, truth. Yeah, there's, well, there's a story about um, a son, a very wealthy son who um, ran away from home, and he fell into poverty really bad. And the father sent thousands of people out looking for him. No one could find him. He thought his son was lost. His son was just in poverty. His son wanders back years later after going through so much. And um, one of his, like, servants is, like, out in the town, and he sees his son, and he's like, your son is here. And he's like, go try and get him. Like, And the son at this point is, has been so corrupted by the world, though he's not trusting. He doesn't mm. believe it. He doesn't – he's like, no. And so the dad lies and says, listen, 
I will hire you as a worker. How about that? I want you to be taken care of. I will hire you as a worker. You won't accept that you're my son and you have access to all this money and, and abundance and happiness. Then let me hire you. Let me give you a job so I can still take care of you. So the son gets hired by the father and eventually the father dies, but the son is given like all of, he becomes like head of the house by working his way up. Mm. And so when his father dies, he finds out, oh, I had a dad, I have all this abundance, and it was here the whole time, and I just didn't know. But it was lied to him. He was deceived the whole time. He was lied to. That wasn't his dad. That was his, but it was so that he could be safe and cared for. And so what Buddha says with that is, like, lying out of compassion like that so that people can understand what you're saying, even though you're not saying the literal things. It's out of caring and so that they can slowly start to understand those things on their own, at their own time. So that they're able to receive at the level that they're at. Exactly. Because sometimes people get traumatized. Like the son, he was out in the world and got so corrupted, he didn't believe that his own father was trying to help him. Like, he, he couldn't trust that. Right. And, and so because and he couldn't the, trust that, he said, the father said, let me, let me, even though you can't trust me, let me still take care of you in the way that I can. And how many people, you know, have, that are listening, how many of you people have had trust issues, right? So, um, you know, you know, just give me a yes or a no if you've ever had a trust issue, right? Because haven't we all had trust issues where we, we get triggered by some experience that we may have had before in this lifetime or past lifetimes, and we don't even know why we are having trust issues, but we're having trust issues, right? Mm -hmm. So we have some callers. One is 312-833. I am going to bring you on, um, and we can... You can share, make a contribution, or ask a question. So three one two eight three three, you are live. So who are are who's calling? Wayonya Shalom. Good morning and Good grand morning. rising to you, Jody. How you doing? This Minister Plump, yes, Chicago. This Koofy James. Yes. Uh, no, Good this morning. is Minister Grand Plump. Rising. This grand rising. Oh, this is Minister Trump. Way on y'all. That means we're one in God. And uh, we got a big day coming up, which we are celebrating. Uh, first of all, let me just say this here. Uh, the world responds to need, greed, and curiosity. That's really bottom line, what you're talking Wait, about. Negative what? and positive. Need, greed, Response to need, greed, or curiosity. So thank God for the female solution. You're all about the solution. So that means we need the female solution and uh, in order to help to solve our problems. And thank God for you today in self-care. And self-preservation is the first law of nature and uh, in, in a natural way that we can use our best interest is God all the way in PMA, positive mental attitude. And for an example, God is always positive. And every human being, no matter if who they are, that they are born, uh, they're born a superstar. 
black, white, red, brown, and yellow. And on the female solution, they born a 23 like a baby Oprah Winfrey and a, and a, and a baby uh, Michael Jordan and, and Michael Jackson in music. That's what we do. So we got a special tribute to Chicago, John Baptist DuSable, uh, which is the founder of Discover, on Father's Day coming up. And also, my beloved godfather, Mayor Harold Lee Washington. So for more information, uh, brothers and sisters can uh, get in touch with me at 312-833-0475. That's going to participate in the Harold Washington Foundation Peace Parade. Chicago needs peace. So we are plumping it up in peace, love, unity, marketing people. And we're going to be helping every nonprofit organization and every profit and everybody that helped us because uh, that's a, a, a way of sharing because God cares about all of us. And we have to help stop the violence, the robbing, stealing, and the killing, and the looting, and the hijacking, and all of the negative things that's happening here in Chicago. So we're asking that Chicago not just meet us there, but beat us there at Washington Park Fearhouse this Sunday, June the uh, 18th, which is this Sunday. And we're going to be at 9 o'clock at Leakin Sons Funeral Home. And it's going to be like the good guys against the bad guys. And the bad guys is going to lose. But they invited out there at 9 o'clock at 7838 South Cottage Grove. That's Leakin' Sun. Right. That's how we're going to start and off Father's you, Day. You know, happy Father's Day to you, Jody, and everybody and in Chicago. We God have bless you. Commercial page. So thank you, thank, thank you, you, thank you. We love you. God So, anyway, he got his commercial in. Kwame wants to come back up here online uh, and call. I loved, he sent me a text message earlier about trees talking to one another. And I'm here to tell you, yes, they do. Don't need to read the science on it. I have, I wish, you know, I'd like to do the show uh, from downstairs one day where you can see the backyard. Um, it's kind of hard to do because I need so many screens up to, to manage, but in the backyard, it's clear who the master tree is, right? Oh, who the father tree the is. Tree, the home tree. The home tree. And yeah. and who, I mean, so when I got here, there were vines that were strangling all of our trees. And I was just led to work with him first um, and pull all those vines off his off his trunk to give him the ability to breathe. Um, when I have had energy attacks or you know issues, I remember uh, screaming out help, and I felt all those trees from my which you can look at outside my bedroom wall come to my uh, rescue. You know, no trees, trees can recognize they're young. They can re- they can recognize when other Species of trees are in need, and they'll send nutrients that's necessary, very specific um, nutrients that they might need or might not have. Um, there's a really interesting study. I forgot the name of the doctor, but you can look it up on TED, TED Talks. It's called Trees Talk. And um, this uh, scientist, she uh, created radioactive isotopes to track um, in different controlled and obviously not controlled um, tree settings. So, like, she had little saplings, some covered by 
some didn't have sunlight, some did have sunlight, some had different soil, some didn't have, some had really good nutrient-rich soil. And she tracked the radioactive isotopes to see what was transferred where, how, and the trees that didn't have, yes, yes, it's, it is amazing. It is, it is, what is crazy is that this is now fully out here that trees are sentient, plants are sentient, but people still can't, um, they can't comprehend it. You could show them this video and have all the science behind it. And the problem is there's still a lot of people though where that can't, it doesn't register in their brain because they don't, they haven't expanded their, their capacity to understand that another tree, a, 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 a entity in their universe can be alive other than themselves. And it's not a selfish thing. It's like where we live in our universe is so like you're taught to think like that, but taking a moment to pause and go, holy crap, like everything around me is actually like sentient and alive and aware. That's crazy. Trees have warning signals that they send out. They have the, they have memories that they download and that they send to their children so that they know how to survive in the winter months and everything. That's why we have a lot of reforesting issues because the problem is when they when they take out the mother trees, the ones that carry that information of how to survive in the winter, how to survive pests how to go through things, what, what warning signals mean what, that they transfer to their young. If you take out those mother trees, they can't do that. And so when they're trying to reforest, that's why you have those patches of like it's winter and like you still have like green trees when everything else is orange because they don't know. They were never taught because trees have to be taught because they are sentient beings. Like it all started, I feel like, when people started putting the, the electromagnetic um, – Fracker on plants where you could get it uh, like translated into sound, and then you could hear the different like music and melodies and, and fluctuations and patterns that plants are constantly putting out that we just ignore. But yeah, well, I want to talk to you about that. This is all coming full circle. So you know my um, you know my logo right here yeah. on the top right screen. Those are three ginkgo leaves. And ginkgo trees are the oldest living species of tree on the planet, and they're actually considered a living fossil. I had no idea. That's so cool. Mm -hmm. Wait. Now, hold on. Hold on. So I um, have loved this tree since I was in the third grade when I was taught by my teacher, Miss Wallachin, uh, how it was for good luck. Well, I don't know that it really was, but it was good luck for me. So I would take the leaves, throw them up to heaven, and make wishes. Yeah. So then, of course, you know, go through my health journey, uh, create my, my company. I choose the logo. The first logo was only one leaf, by the way. Of course, after COVID or during COVID, we created the three-leaf logo because we want to be in community, right? The Trinity, too. The it's Trinity. Everything I do is three. Like, even when Andrew and I got married, 12, 12, 21, 3, 3, 3, right? And so what I want to share is that I found um, these two trees, ginkgo trees here in Georgia, big, huge ginkgo trees. And Andrew and I collected all the leaves and the, the fruit. And then we took the fruit apart and used just the seed, and we grew about 150 new trees. And we've been giving them away um, to people. 
And I thought at first we were going to sell them, and we didn't. We just have been giving them to gifts because the now I get it. The the the, the knowledge is in that seat, right? Kind of like Lemurian courts. Yes, yes, and the knowledge is in like Lemurian courts all day long. The knowledge is in that seat, and so I've been giving these trees to people all over Georgia, different parts of Georgia, to help the reforestation, right, to help build the knowledge, to help reinsert that knowledge, because this is a living fossil, oldest living species of tree on the planet. It's like a horseshoe crab. I don't know what that is. You don't know what a horseshoe crab is? No. It's a it's it's a it's another living fossil. It's it's um look it up really quick. You'll see what I'm saying. I'm on it. Horseshoe. Um, we use their blood um to make a lot of medicine, so we hunt them a lot, which is sad. And they we need to start protecting them more. We have been. There's been a lot of efforts in doing better, but they have this crazy blue blood, and they're literally a living fossil. They're from I couldn't tell you what wow. specific dinosaurs. I'm looking at it. So yeah, oh, this is from the time, time of. So I'm I'm pulling it up, people. If you want to see this, um, first of all, let, before I do that, let me just say how trees talk together. TED Talk. Um, I did put the link in the thread, so it's on um, Facebook and YouTube. LinkedIn, I don't think it pops on there. Please watch it. It's 17 minutes. I just don't want to do it on the show today, yeah. uh, but I encourage you to do that, okay? So now what I'm going to do is I'm going to show you the horseshoe crab. Um, this is crazy. Now, I don't know the research on this yet, but I can actually feel it. Um uh, but it says, have been around, okay, yeah, for more than 300 million years, make, um, making them even older than dinosaurs. That is like the ginkgo tree. Mm-hmm. And they look like prehistoric crabs are actually more closely related to scorpions and spiders. Um, they have a hard uh, exoskeleton and 10 legs, which it uses for walking along the seafloor. Um, what I want to know is why are we harvesting their blood? Where's that at? Yeah, I think it's, correct me if I'm wrong, if you're able to find it, but, um, we, oh yeah, harvesting, over-harvesting, habitat loss. Where am I going down or where? Uh, for conservation. Go down. Go down. Right there, there's conservation. Threats to horseshoe crabs include habitat loss and over-harvesting. Beach developments hinder horseshoe crab breeding. Really, that makes. So let's click on the habitat loss. Can we see that online yet? Yep, we can. So the habitat loss. Um, let's see. Climate change. Uh, I'd like to. You know, I'm going to close this one off and look up um, what we use horseshoe blood for, because I'm pretty sure it's vaccines, but I could be wrong. So, um, interesting. This makes sense to me. So what they're saying, and I'll show this in a minute, because I want to find a longer uh, thing. So their unique copper-based blue blood contains a substance substance called uh, limulus um, amebocyte lysate, probably did not pronounce that very well. Um, but basically, 
you know, copper is a very important element to us protecting our own energy. You know, I don't know if people understand that, how powerful copper is. Why do you think they survived for so long? Yeah, that's interesting. Uh, I'm looking for more information, but I I think we should uh, – <laughs> well, I, I, I think we should all research these um, horseshoe crabs and get a better idea. And you're right about the biomedical labs are bleeding more horseshoe crabs with little accountability. Oh my God, I can't show this. I got to take it off. No, okay. I know. I know exactly what you're. Already oh my God, cancel, cancel, cancel. Clear that from my field. It's horrible. Like people have been farming horseshoe crabs for a really long time. I did a project about it in like middle school, but it's. But um, you guys, horseshoe. I. Hold on a second. No, you're. I'm being told to show it. Yeah, I mean, it's not too bad, but it's like... It's well, just... the reason we have to show it is people, you need to understand what we've been doing to pigs and cows. We're also doing to sea life. I'm only going to show this for a moment, but you all need to see we are predators. The human race, we are predators. And we need to shift that and coexist and collaborate. And this is awful. How is that life? And how is that okay? It's horrible. This is not okay. I know. What's even crazier, too, is, like, that's not even, like, their full body. Like, that is, like, their head, like. This is not okay. We are not kind. You don't want to look up how pig pig farms look in, like, China. It looks prisons. Just giant, giant buildings of cement with little barred windows thousands of little barred windows on top of one another. That's what the pigs live in. Well, and that's why I teach about food as medicine because people, let me explain something to you. First of all, the stuff that's coming out of those crafts has a ton of cortisol in it. So it's not as healing as they may want it to be, okay? So how you treat people and how you treat animals will drive whether or not Cortisol is being created in that physical body, even in the plant body, by the way, because the plant has its own version of cortisol. It's a different name. Okay? I don't remember the name. But here's the thing. If you're eating an animal that has been mistreated, so that's your conventional food, okay, you are consuming cortisol which negatively not only impacts that animal, but negatively impacts you as you consume it. It gets deposited into your body and you have to process it. Okay. No wonder, like, when, you, when you're eating like that a lot, you have a lot of anxiety, like a lot of anxiety. Imagine how anxious those animals' entire lives were. So Vienna and Zelda from the High Learning TV Network show want to know what that photo was. That was... Horseshoe crab harvesting. Yeah. And it's been happening for a very long time, ever since Massachusetts Bay became a thing, like a long time ago. You don't want to piss me off. <laughs> That's the Scorpio. That's the Phoenix. Really, yeah, you really don't want to piss me off. I, I, I really have a thing. And I'm going to talk about the trees, going back to the trees now, too. If you don't think that those trees are suffering when we cut them down. 
they 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 it's been proven they that cry. they they cry they release warning they and they do that when you plants get excited when you come home they get sad when you're sad they can tell when you're going to hurt them or yourself and they get sad for you and they send out warning signals like don't hurt yourself like they care and then we're just like let's just chalk you down like with no honor for them and no appreciation for them like there's a yeah, balance I mean, because Instead of chopping, I mean, go get some old wood and make something else, people. Yeah, recycle. So recycle as best as you can. Now, I, I'm not saying that trees aren't here to serve us, okay? And we're here but to serve them. them. Yeah. But we're here to serve them, too. And so we have to be mindful. Yeah, and, be lazy. Yeah. So what, let's talk about these communities that chop down all the trees and build houses and then plant some little trees. No, stop doing that too. Like people, we like do what you can. The thing is, control the controllables, right? Like, if you if you can get wood, if you can't, and you have to cut down a tree, use every bit of that tree. Use every bit of that tree. Appreciate that tree and grow a new tree in its place. Like, but that's the hard thing to do. You know, making sure that we're picking up after ourselves and we're maintaining harmony. That's hard. It's a lot easier to just do what we want when we want to. Well, but I mean, like, I was gonna... called to create 150 more trees and then give them out to people to yeah. plant in Dallas, Georgia, to plant in Atlanta, Georgia, to plant in North. I mean, so I have people, the, um, I've had a lot of workmen coming here to the house, and every person who uh, does work at my house leaves with one or two ginkgo. That's right? what I used to do with um, elephant ears. I used to propagate elephant ears. Anytime I had friends over, a new person over, I'd be like, here, a little baby. But my, my, my idea with it was, is like, I didn't realize it until after, too, kind of like what you said. Elephant ears are very representative of love. And what was crazy is I didn't realize that. And every time I give it to somebody, I'd say, there's a rule, though. Every day you have to tell it something nice. And my thinking with that, though, was, like, if you can take care of this plant and tell it something nice every day, you can start doing that for yourself, too, because also the plant returns that energy. Oh, oh I'm, like, looking for Fagel. I didn't know where she is. I wish I could show you. She's, like, perching on top of one of the uh... the monitors. I'm like, where does she go? I hear her. What a California cutie. She's so silly. I love her. She makes me laugh. She makes me smile. She brings me joy. Um, all right. So let's take, we only have a couple minutes. Why don't we take this last caller? Um, let's see. Eight, uh, 312-768. Uh, we're going to bring you on uh, just for a couple minutes. And uh, um, let's do that, right? And who's, oh, that's uh, Naima. So we got to close that mic off. Okay, so now. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? I can hear you. Who's calling? You can? Wonderful, wonderful, I, wonderful. I, I know I've been waiting for about an hour, but I tell you, <laughs> the conversation is so good and so new and so refreshing. I I I just I, I had no time to 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 feel anything negative. I'm so impressed with this and this ginkgo. I, I'm looking at it through Google uh, too. I, I never knew that. Uh, I thought ginkgo was just a little plant. You know, I didn't know if it was a tree. But there were some things that you mentioned earlier, and um, I'm on the phone, so I can't see your guest. But I I I, I thought about it earlier the program. 
about the end of the day clearance that, that you were talking about with this hygiene protocol that you and your husband yes. have. And I, 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 thought, I said, oh, wow, I, I know I, I have an end of the day clearance. And I realized that I have to be so very careful about what I watch before or what I hear or conversations at the end of the day because I didn't realize how it interfered with my sleep. You know, uh, and so I want to thank you for that because that's something uh, we're a vibrational creature, and we not, and that's the, that's one of our greatest faults is the fact that we're not aware of the power that we have within ourselves. So I want to just thank you all for that, and for and also you know, uh, even in scriptures, you know, uh, it says, you know, Jesus said, "Hey, you knock on the door. If there's peace, you go in." And I never associated that with the energy and the vibration. It says, and if you find no peace, just keep on moving. So don't be allowing yourself to go in places where there, there's not peace, and uh, particularly if you don't know how that's going to impact on you and you don't know how to use your power because we do have that great power, and the greater the power is, the more we should be conscious of the fact that if we don't work it, it will work us and it will take us into a place where oh, we don't yeah, want Oh, yeah, if we don't to work it, it will work us. You know what I yeah. do when I go to church? So thank here's this. So so, wonderful day. Oh, thank you. Oh, and Mama Joyce from uh, Chicago. Hello, forgot to do that. <laughs> yeah, who is? Yeah, who's from? Where's? What's your first name? And where are you calling from again? Chicago and Joy, Mama Joy. I. Joy, I love you, Joy. Yes. You're amazing. Yeah, I love you. Thank you for calling in, and thank you for thank waiting. You. I'm very grateful. So I want. Oh yeah, um, thank I'm you. The thread, if you um. If you go to the show on YouTube or Facebook, I'm sharing the thread about why I chose the ginkgo leaf for my logo. And if you go to that blog, in the blog, there's another link. And I'm just going to show you guys real quick. Hold on here because it's pretty cool. Um, let me just do this. Present, share screen. Um Okay, so here's me, younger version of myself, a few years uh, back, talked about Helen Park. But when you go down there at the very end, there's this, the full article where I is, is here about Peter Crane, who talks about the history of ginkgos on Earth. And actually, I'll put oh. both those links, Fred, because it's really just so cool. Um, here we go. So... So you can go to the article or my blog, or you can just go straight to this Yale article um, by Peter Crane. Um, You know, it just occurs to me that, you know, some of us, we all have our mission. So, um, oh, she has something she needs to say. We all have our mission on earth. Mine is to be a steward of the planet and to teach people how to be a steward of their own bodies right, as well as the planet. Um, so come here. So if people have something she needs to share, come on up here. Um, what is it that you want to share with everybody? I hear you. So what she's saying is, is she when we first started doing the show, her message is always start with heart. But she really mm-hmm. wants people to really get that. And she, they're saying, she goes, you know, be the love that you want to receive in the world. Is that right? Okay. Be the love that you want to see in the world. And she says, in order for you to be the love that you want to see in the world, 
You have to open up your own heart first so that um, receive, and when you're able to receive love, hold on, I'm just going to put off that mic. When you're able to receive love, that's what makes it easier to give love. So we have to be have our heart open, and then she warns, which I understand, but you also have to judiciously open your heart for those you, you know, she's saying be mindful. She says be mindful because your heart will get hurt, right? Mm-hmm. She goes, but there'll be growth in that and learning. She goes, but don't let that pain stop you from sharing more love and being and, and helping people walk the path of of, of pure love. Is it love, is it love yeah, and does that cover everything or do you have something more? Something more. Okay, hold on. So what else do you want to say? And she goes, and with that, she goes, let me tell you how much I love Kit. <laughs> I literally, I was like, I feel like she just said, I love you. And I was like, uh-huh, uh-huh. Well, you're an animal communicator. You get it. So that's hilarious. Uh, anything, she goes, no, that's all. That's all, folks. <laughs> so um, I always like to start the show and end the show with gratitude. You guys, I mean, really, the, the all all boards are lit up. And I really just want to thank you all for showing up. If I didn't get to bring you on the show today, uh, please send me a grace card. We'll have Kit here again. And, you know, and plus we have other great healers that are coming on. Uh, Nikki Nickerson uh, is coming on next week. I'll publish that show today. Um, You know, she'll talk about your aura and how you can see your own aura and understand the power uh, and which chakras are doing really great and which ones we can, you know, spend a little bit more time with developing, right? Anything you want to add, Kit, and, and how people can get in touch with you? Because you're, 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 you're an amazing healer. How can people get in touch with you? Well, right now I, um, I have my Facebook that, I, that you helped urge me to create. Um, the River of Consciousness, if you would like to reach out through that. Um, and then I also, um, I'm building myself a right now. So right now we have River that. of Consciousness. Okay. So exactly. what I'm doing is I'm looking that up on Facebook. So do you have that link by chance? Yeah, let me choose to look it up. Um... Yeah, because I'm not doing real good at finding that. Um, so I <laughs> I literally just made it, and now I'm, like, forgetting the password. Um, but well, you don't actually need the – so I'm looking at River of Consciousness, and it says your event, unfortunately, because I did do that, of uh, consciousness. It says then there was a podcast, but not mine. Um and then I'll just put Kit. There we go. Let's see. Thank you. I'm sorry. I, that's I, I no, think the next time. Um, oh, I think I found you. Okay, I got you. Here we go. So I'm gonna share this. Um, Thank you. Yeah. No, this is not it. Is it? Is oh it no, it is. It says astrology. Okay, in psychic. Okay, that is you. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I want to show everybody what you're looking for. 
So um, thank you, Jody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My my pleasure. So this is my full page. Well, I, yeah. I'll be honest. I definitely grab those images off of Google for now, but I'll get I'll get my original photos on there. But yeah, I, I thought it I thought it encompassed the idea. <laughs> I love it. Follow Kiss, right? Um, that's her link to her page, River of Consciousness. She's uh, an astrologer and a psychic, um, and you know she studies human ecology. So she act and she accesses co- uh, consciousness. On a level, oh, actually on my level, quite frankly, which is really cool. <laughs> I, I, you you hype me up too much. <laughs> Not really. Not really. I appreciate it. I, I appreciate it. It makes me feel makes me feel like I can I can do a lot more than I allow myself. Well, we all need to expand, right? Exactly. So, without further ado, I am a I am a Ending uh, the uh, Podbean right now. Um, say goodbye to everybody on Blog Talk, and thank you so much for being.